All right. What are we doing, man? We're here. Are we doing a podcast? We are. Welcome to another edition of Average Golfers Only. My name is Wyatt. I am Edwin. And we have some very special things to talk about. First and foremost, I would love to introduce uh, our host for the evening, Ryan Bailey of Golf Guys. Hello, hello, hello. He's here, and we also would love to welcome in a friend, of, friend of the podcast, Chuck, <laughs> a.k.a. Captain James Webb. Yo. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. What's going on, guys? Hello, ladies. What's happening? Ladies and gents. So, so we are men, James. I don't know if you're aware of that, but... We got some a mixture of things. We've got water for Jamie. We've got some good old-fashioned Woodford Reserve. Absolutely. For the boys. Courtesy of Mr. Bailey again. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Absolutely. We just did a, a club fitting. If you watched, watched, if you listened to our... Last two podcasts, we kind of plugged um, my my driver fitting. Well, it happened. We're here. We're actually in the. I'm looking at the hitting bay right now. The simulator. Where is your driver? Uh, it's in my bag. Well, we need to discuss that. We need to dive right in. I think I think I Ryan need to needs to lead. Ryan first. needs to lead the entry into this. It's mm. actually being prepared to be regripped at the moment. To have oh, okay. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, and I would like to also add that Edwin is on my golf team tomorrow after watching this fitting. Fuck yes, dude. And okay. I'm only driving. That's all. <laughs> that's it. And, and hitting a seven iron. That's it. So this is gonna be. So we're, you guys are playing a shamble tomorrow. Is that how it works? That'd be fucking. I want. I want scramble. As long as Edwin's on my team. That's all that matters. All right. Like ne never the, nevertheless, oh, Ed what never a sweet the, man. Uh, nevertheless, Edwin came into this fitting. I don't think expecting much. And we can't expect much of Edwin, clearly. We just scoot up a little bit. Noise All that good. Reverberated through the microphones. Sorry. Um, we we clearly didn't expect much. Edwin didn't himself, but we really dialed some things in, and we got a, a phenomenal package that has Edwin hitting. Were they some tight cuts? Right, tight high cuts. We had some tight high cuts. Yeah, and that's no. That's normally not my my shit. That's not my 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 natural swing. It's just a baby draw. But these little tight cuts consistently down the middle, maybe to a little bit to the right. Blew my fucking mind, dude. It blew my fucking mind. As long as we're not snapping off the earth here, I think we're no. getting Because that's because as, no. as anyone that, you know, takes in this podcast, go over to our YouTube channel. There'll be a video of today's fitting, and you will see the first handful of swings were right the, to left. Yes, they were all over the place. However, I hit my... SLDR one, you know, three eleven straight in the middle. Didn't one, know how that happened. One time, one time, one time. Put it this way: you'll see it on the video, everyone. But all the all the clubs that I hit, that Ryan so kindly set up for me, I was somewhat consistent, but still kind of all over the place. And then one club just appeared out of nowhere. Yeah, we don't know where it came from. And then I just kept hitting it fucking straight. Yep. Baby cuts, long even on my misses too. I'm going to be have to be honest here. Uh, Chuck had to step in here and uh, throw the recommendation in. I stuck with it, and uh, it proved true. It Thanks, proved true Chuck. Thanks a lot, Chuck. Don't worry. Chuck's here. Yeah. <laughs> Chuck's here to help. You're not, only, you're not only the podcast assistant, but you're also the club fitter. Oh, yes. Club Chuck's, fitter by night. Chuck's only here. after 9 p.m., though. That's 
Also, yeah. for everyone who's listening, we are actually filming this too. Um, we tried it once, but this this time we might might. Where the fuck do we put this video out? Well, on YouTube. On YouTube? Absolutely. Can we do it on Spotify too or no? You can't put video on Spotify. It's audio only. Maybe we can. I don't know. You look into that. You look into that. We can Google it. We can Google it. We can sway Spotify a little bit if the video is good enough. I mean, yeah, we probably can. A 292 cut down the middle. They might listen. This is Ooh. fair. This is fair. That is a very fair point. That's a very fair point. Very fair point. I can't point. wait for you guys to, uh, you guys as in the listeners and now viewers to watch this video that comes out. Absolutely. So I have a question for you. Shoot. Do you think that this club fitting is going to help out your golf game? 110%. There is no way that a result of this club fitting is not going <laughs> to. I'm shooting in the 60s, dude. I'm shooting in the 60s. Lost his words. I did. Lost his words. I, I wanted to say something super positive, you're, you're but not, eloquently, you're not, yeah, so yeah, yeah, why yeah. I can fucking <laughs> listen to it. We talked about going from 15 handicap to plus two. Did we accomplish this, that? This is no joke, we did in this. Okay? String of hits that I did. St what? String of hits. The hits just keep on coming. This, this can mm -hmm. edit, you guys are gonna edit this shit, right? And just okay. mm -hmm. we're not. We're not. No, the podcast does not get edited. <laughs> we're cheersing anyway. We're cheersing. That's just damn, uh, damn. We're, we're all Paper losing. Cup we're all losing control. Paper, there. Cup, Paper cup, Chuck. Chuck. <laughs> Paper cup, Chuck. Yes. So Jamie's banned Saturday. from any sort of glass. That might stick. Mm-hmm. All right, so, All right, so tomorrow we're playing. Yep, Kensington we're playing Country at Kensington. Club. We're waiting. We're waiting to hear back from our group if there's if we still have a spot. Yeah. Okay. I'll give you a heads up as soon as we hear something. You well, checking that? Be Chuck's, that group. Check, Chuck's checking. Chuck, the assistant is checking. Yeah. Hey, I don't man, think anyone some, responded. Some call him Chuck. Some call him the commissioner of the league. The commissioner of the league. Okay, fair yeah. enough. What did you say? Captain of, of Scraps Division. If not, if we can't, if we can't. They didn't answer. Oh, they didn't. All right. Well, if we can't, if we can't figure That's out something good. out for them. We're playing. Well, you're working Saturday, aren't you? I am. You said that kind of like maybe not. I don't know. We're kind of in the off season right now, so uh, okay. We might have some for time now. To okay. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> for Look now. At that. that was a flex right there. That was a flex. Let me let me ask this. He answered with a question. No. <laughs> let me ask this. We'll we'll play golf tomorrow, maybe, maybe or yeah. whatever. Yeah. We gotta but, be we gotta be careful. Some of Ryan's. Uh, um, compatriots are, might be listening to this when it releases, so you can't really, you know. Well, they know how we gotta be golf, careful. He here. golfs lights out. Well, yeah. well all, no, he's they're all lunatics like the rest of us. So okay, fair enough. Fair I, enough. I think we'll fit in. Fair enough. Together. Fair enough. That well. makes sense. So Ryan, we are here at Golf Guys in Bonita Springs. You would say? Yes, sir. So yeah. it's it's like right on the right on the edge of Estero and Bonita Springs. Golf Guys, I kid you not, is is top notch. It's obviously you're going to see it on the video, but they will take care of you. They have everything you absolutely need. You'll see it right behind us right now. I've like just, it's high quality, um, and a high quality establishment. Tell us a little bit about golf guys and what you guys, what you guys do here. Appreciate it. Uh, so we're going to celebrate 25 years in business here coming up this March. Nice. Uh, March of 23. Uh, we started off in the used golf ball market and have graduated towards used golf clubs, graduating in, then into the fitting process and really have found our niche in the fitting process. Um, it's 
something that I think is really important to all golfers alike, whether you're a professional or a higher handicap player. I think it does make a good difference in yeah. your game. Um, the name of the game at our store is customer service, and we're just grateful to be able to recipiate that onto the customer. I love that, man. Yeah, it's, absolutely. It's it's super yep. important to us. So even though appreciate that, and we just try to do what we can do the best way we can. Um, we try to carry every brand we can in the country and provide good service and good knowledge within that. Yeah. Even even though like we're all good buds here and everything and we we had a good time with this fitting and everything, but at the same time, like I got an actual club fitting. Yeah. Like we I okay, I came here planning on spending some money, but also having a good time drinking drinking a little bourbon and and shooting the shit, but we still had a, a legitimate club fitting. And absolutely, I yeah. mean, absolutely, we're looking for an efficient club fitting. We want you to have the best end result you can have on the golf course. Um, at the end of the day, if you're out there enjoying your golf game, we're happy people here. So awesome, if everyone's man. out there playing good golf, hitting good drives, whatever the case may be. It's because of golf, we're, guys. We're really happy to be able to help you get to that point. That's awesome. Ultimately, you're the one swinging the club. Yeah, two ninety two with that slight little cut though. That's the that's the truth. Yeah, two ninety two slight cut, baby. And the real important part is him continuing that. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's now not that's the Hideki pause. Sounds questionable. It, Ryan coined this. It's the Edeki pause. It's the Edeki pause. Yep. We For some reason, I just stopped at the top and then blasted through, and everything went straight. I mean, two ninety two cut. I would like to state this here. I think Hideki might need to take a look at this podcast, pick up a thing or two. Yeah, I mean, there we go. Pick up a thing or two, if, or or if he could add the Edeki to his game. Oh my I mean, goodness! <laughs> oh my goodness! You know how many more masters? Snap hooks once in a could while. Could he win? Yeah, exactly. Win? Yeah, I have to. Absolutely. You kidding? Oh it's, my god! Because he's got the he's got the Hideki, but if he added the Edeki to the Hideki, oh my goodness! Are you kidding me? No, Lights the, out. The head Instead of a three and a half millisecond pause, it'd be a four and a half, which is the Edeki. Oh boy! I will say it's the control hard to do. The control is immense. The results are endless. Endless. I, well, the results spec spec spoke for itself today. Yeah, that 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 <laughs> that, that was uh, the bourbon talking with Edwin there, everyone. So listen. So hey, uh, we do have to say, um, you know, I think we all spend an, a, a lengthy amounts of time at Golf Guys. Right. Not only because we live in this area, not only because we've spent years coming here, you know, in our search for low scores, but, you know, we've gotten to know Ryan Bailey. We've gotten to know the folks here at Golf Guys. And, you know, it's been whether it's a fitting, whether it's golf balls, whether it's clubs, whether it's accessories, clothes, putters, this or that, you know, they always deliver. I agree. Hence why we keep coming back. And Jamie needs a part-time part job here, and that's why we're and that's why we're filming the inaugural podcast in Golf Guys's fitting bay right now. I like that Something man. That's even more exciting to me is I'm analyzing these numbers as a fitter and watching some of the customers recognize these numbers just as well as I do, mm -hmm. and that's something powerful to me, where the customers understanding the fitting numbers. 
being able to see the result and understand it themselves versus me sitting there and spoon feeding it to them. Yeah. I think that's a very valuable piece of information. Yeah. Their, uh, their amount of uptake is, is of big value when you're fitting someone, right? Because you're right. You can give them all the data. You can bludgeon them to death with data, right? But whether or not they ingest it is really the important part. They've got to see it. They've got to see it happening in real time bring it in and say, oh, I did this and it produced this. Yeah. So now continue that. Or And even more so, uh, a person with a wherewithal of a golf swing can understand how to, how to manipulate those numbers yep. mm-hmm. and how to adjust those numbers accordingly. Absolutely. Is, is awesome to see from a player. Have you ever played with any other launch monitors that uh, kind of like portable? Not not with this one or the TrackMan, but kind of like the little oh, smaller ones that you could just take well, like to the Like Jamie was talking range. about the Mevo Plus. Uh, he there's, was talking about a little there's bit There's a earlier. ton of good launch monitors out there that give really good personal data. All the numbers that you could want to have on the golf course as you're preparing for your round, preparing for your tournament, preparing for your member guest, whatever, yeah. whatever the case may be. There's a lot of good efficiently costed launch monitors that are going to give you the information that you want to have to step into your game appropriately. Yeah. Um, the Nevo has been one that's stood out. Uh, Garmin makes a device that Garmin just out came out with well. something kind of like that. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's this game at this point in time, it's very data driven. This is not your old person walk out there and play golf type sport. This is an athletic Mm-hmm. data-driven, absolutely improve upon it type sport. It's golf in 2022. It's not oh, golf yeah. in 1965 anymore. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You can have 100%. a tour. You can have a tour pro um, at his house on his track man, his or hers track man, sending the numbers to their coach and like across the states, and they literally send back, "Okay, work on this." Yeah, yeah. you know, it's insane. Yeah. It's just yeah. numbers now. And now the and ability video. to work on yeah, your game true. from from distance. You don't have to be with your coach in yeah in California. Yeah, exactly. Whatever, pick yep. your destination. Well, look at Matt Wolf and George Gankus. You know what I mean? Like they they hardly ever meet up anymore. Yeah. They do everything remotely now. He lives in Texas, I think, right? But one of the top players in the world. Yeah. Nevertheless. Yeah, exactly. And and that speaks volumes. Yeah, absolutely. So, in your your opinion, your professional opinion, if someone were to buy us like a smaller, more portable launch monitor, what numbers? would they want to look at like the most? I think some of the most important numbers to look at in a launch monitor are smash factor, launch angle, spin rate, and ball speed. So what's smash factor? It would take your ball speed divided by your club head speed. So that'll spit out a number suggesting how much of your club head speed you actually got onto the golf ball and connected with the golf ball. Is the max of that 150%? Is that so why we get on, the 1.4? Yeah, on a, on a driver, 1. for 5. instance, um, the RNA will rate the drivers to, to not exceed 1.5. Uh, okay. Coefficient of restitution is the term that they will use. Okay, I got you. Um, they don't want them to exceed that. So obviously, club head speeds can affect that. You take somebody like Bryson DeChambeau, who mm-hmm. has an insane driving distance average. Mm-hmm. Um, versus someone like Brian Harmon, who has certainly a, a lesser driving average. Now, both of them will play the golf course efficiently, mm-hmm. but they definitely played in two different manners. Of course, yeah. Would you say that Harmon's, would you say Harmon's uh, efficiency is closer to that 1.5, whereas DeChambeau's is more speed related, so he's maybe not, he's overcompensating 
in a speed fashion. So he maybe call, let's call him in the one point four six to eight number, and Harmon's closer to that one point five. Or I think Harmon hits maximum efficiency very often. And okay, that's why he's so predictable and consistent. Yeah, but DeChambeau with the speed that he produces will still hit some very good efficiency numbers. And when you take him into an, a U.S. Open or a Masters, he's able to push the ball so dar- so far down the fairway that he's just giving himself a great advantage. So there's of there's course. two different ideologies to the, to Behind the golf that. game there. Yeah, exactly, yeah. How you want to attack the golf course. Mm-hmm. Yep. So do you have the is DeChambeau up there or no? So For the tour average yards. So, this would show PGA Tour averages amongst all players. Brian okay. Harmon. And that's, aggregate. The, and that's, that's PGA a, yeah, Tour averages yards yeah, for now, the track man. To be yeah, fair, I believe average. these stats were put out in 2019. Okay. The, like the average club head speed for a driver is 113. The average efficiency on that is 1.48. So okay. the PGA Tour average I was around that, is, right? is hitting 1.48. <laughs> no, so I don't. You were not. The, the dead center of the face. Yeah. Very often. So you're saying 1.48 as an average is is about as as good as you're gonna it's get. It's near perfect. That's that's basically perfect, right? Yeah. I mean, what do you what would you say we're at? One three eight, one four zero. There's a lot of four fours. I, okay. Speaking to the four mic. fives. Yeah. I'd say even lower four than that. Sixes. To be honest with you. Yeah. I, I'd I say like one four zero. I think you guys would surprise yourselves if you had a launch monitor on the course with you. And did an um, average. And, and yeah. really looked at it. I yeah. mean, when you're out there focusing, I think you're into the one fours a lot more often than you think. Than you would be. think. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Because so, there's there's many times I'm out there and I hit a shot and it may it may not feel as good to me, but it turns out good. And yeah. I wonder if that is that does that mean that efficiency on a scale is a little lower? But that still is within range of good efficiency. I guess is that what I'm thinking, or is that not the metric to look at when thinking about that specific situation? So, when I, when I'm in a fitting situation and I'm looking at club head speed versus efficiency, a lot of people come in here looking to gain club head speed. Mm-hmm. Okay? They're focused specifically on gaining the speed that they you know that they produce on their driver. They're looking at that specific metric. They're yes, fo- they're, they're and focused on it. What I tried to message to people is is you know, it's really great if you're producing extra club head speed on your driver, but are you transferring that onto the golf ball? Mm-hmm. Are you hitting the center of the face? Yeah. Are you producing that extra ball speed? Yeah. So if you can turn that extra club head speed into ball speed, I think it's a great thing. Yeah. Now, if you're producing extra club head speed and losing efficiency, going the opposite way. a little give and take there. Yeah, yeah of course. Mm-hmm. That's a waste of that extra speed. Exactly. Yeah. So the people chasing that, extra speed that aren't producing distance necessarily. I think that's a little bit of a chase, but if you're turning that extra club at speed into ball speed, you're after the right thing and you're working on the right project. Gotcha. You're ascending up the ladder as opposed to descending. Yeah. 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 So for me here, I wasn't chasing uh, club head speed or anything. I was just trying to narrow down severe misses. Correct. And at your club head speed, Edwin, you're swinging a club between, I would say, 190, 210. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you I'm kidding. Douche. What, and I want to know what kind of water you were drinking. Yeah, it's always Fiji. It's always that. Fiji. Yeah. It, no, okay, it's so steroid water. I recommend all golfers drink Fiji water like Edwin. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 
No, I will, oh. I was at like 150 something or So you were getting at at a at the 110 ball speed or 110 All right, so we, we we're editing. Yeah, 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 no, yeah, yeah. So at your one at your 110 club head speed, which is where you kind of maxed out, you were still able to produce great efficiency into the high 150s and low 160s. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that would suggest that the club head speed that you're producing, you're able to get onto the golf ball efficiently. And as long as you're squaring the club head up, you have a shaft that provides good good launch, good spin rate. Yeah. You're you're gonna be in a reasonable position. You definitely gave me a good uh swing thought that I'm gonna focus on more, and that's just focusing on squaring the club face. Yeah, it's the shaft that I have, the X X stiff, I can I can essentially swing as almost as hard as I can, but mainly focus on just squaring the club face. 100%. I mean, a lot of people try to work within certain parameters, try to hit certain shots. My biggest swing thought is don't leave anything on the table and square the club face up. That works within the parameters and keeps the club face square. What do you mean about don't leave anything on the table? Some people try to take some off and think that it'll produce control. Mm-hmm. But really, you're throwing your timing off a little bit. You're getting out of sync. Like just a little trying bit. to slow it down a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's not yeah. what your body naturally produces. It's one thing to choke up on a club a little bit and take some off. I think that's a very efficient method. But when you're trying to take your natural swing and slow it down, I think the results produced from that are kind of a snowball effect of fucking this up. This problems. Yeah. This is not yeah. something you're used to doing. So that no. when you randomly do it one time, you haven't been training yourself playing golf for all these years to swing at sixty-three percent. Right. Yeah. Like it's, like Tiger like Tiger said, right? Like he said swing, well, swing as hard as you it, can on two on conditions. two conditions. Maintain balance and find and the center of the sure club face, right? Down. Yeah. <laughs> make sure you fly down. I love that. But at the same time I look at it kind of almost on the, the the back side of that or the I, I look at it in reverse as well. If you know that your efficiency is at a certain point, right? And you are athletically and athletically athletically enough inclined to maintain balance, that furthermore should be a cue in your mind to go after it. Don't lay off it. Like, you know, it's much more predictable. Your all-out swing is way more predictable than your 63% swing, and in my opinion. No, I, I agree with that fully. It's, I, I think of of the golf swing to work within parameters, okay? There's a club at speed in which you could get to that exceeds your normal motions. Mm-hmm. There's a club at speed where you can tone it down and lay off of it. And those are both outside of the parameters. Sure. I think if you were to hit a thousand shots with each of those swings, the results would be lacking a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you work within your parameters, okay, so Edwin, I think we noticed with you, your club head speed would fall really well within the, the 107, 108 area. That, that seemed to respond really well with you. What's tour like, average? 110? 113. 113. I'm not not too far, boys. Brian Harmon, watch out. Yeah, right? Right. (laughs) Wyatt Hildebrand, watch out. Well, dude, I'm coming for that ass. No, no, no. I'm about 10 miles an hour. I'm about 10 miles an hour faster than you. Whatever, man. You were hitting him a hell Jamie's of a faster than all of us. Yeah, no, Jamie he's had, not. Jamie's slower than all of us. Jamie <laughs> had the longest drive today. Yeah, but I he swing 120 but he's slower, miles an hour. But he's slower than all of us. What was that setup that you had that you were that you're in love with? Where is that? You're in love with that club. He's in love with that for an hour. For an hour? And he knows it. Hey, yes. That sounds, that sounds yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. that sounds yeah. like, this that is sounds like four or five holes of golf to me. 
Okay. Yeah, exactly. No, that's what uh, he does. He brings this he motherfucker brings himself. multiple sh- driver shafts with him every round he plays, and I guarantee I have not played with him in the past year that he has not switched his driver shaft at one point click, in the round. Click, 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 click. Yep. Stroke, he, stroke, he, stroke. He duck hooks one of them OB, and he goes, "All right, that's it. This this driver shaft's out of the bag." Something ain't right. Yeah, it's not his swing. It's the driver shaft, obviously. Here at the golf guys, we would like to agree with that statement, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to, to keep it realistic, it's not. It's the, yeah, it's yeah. not the arrow. It's yeah, the exactly. user they error. They would love for you to say, "I obviously need to come here and buy another four hundred dollar golf shaft," but <laughs> you know, in, yeah. all, in all yeah. reality, on the golf course, my mindset: you got to keep a next shot mentality. Yeah. Yeah, get over it, are, move are on. Oh, jeez. Sure they are. Can you say that one more time slowly and why can you listen? I've been next shot mentality. mentality. I'm, I'm listening to the I'm listening to the mic. Wow. Wow. Right. <laughs> I'm used to having headphones on. So you I'm hear all that earwax? Yeah. It's the toughest yeah. thing for a golfer to Yeah. It, to no, that lean it, on, but if you can get rid of your your bad thoughts, your your you know, hatred for the shot you just hit, whatever the case may mm-hmm. be, and just you're, okay, your golf ball is in position X. You have your next shot from here, and you have to work from it. Yeah, that I think goes a long way with the golfer to help them proceed. I feel like I've been working on that actually the past like six months. Remember that Crown Colony round we had? Do. You even said something to me after the round. You were like, "I'm actually surprised. I made I made three. Was it three triples in a row?" I just was all, that the meltdown. I just all, yeah. I just all of a sudden could not hit the golf ball. I don't know what happened. You were stuck in a simulator. I just happened. had no. I, I just all of a sudden <laughs> no. But I played. I shot. Thir- I think I shot thirty-seven or thirty-eight on the front, and then literally on the tenth on the tenth hole, I hit a good good tee shot, laid the sod over a wedge. I don't know what the hell happened after that triple. Blacked out. The next one, good tee shot, laid the sod over a wedge over a lake, put it in the lake. Don't know what happened after that. Next one, I hit driver, duck hook left. Or no, no, sorry, fanned it right. Then the next one, I duck hook left. It's like four holes in a row, three tri- three triples in a row, and then I think I made bo- I scrambled for bogey on that fourth hole in the back. And then I think I went par par, double, par bogey. It was horrible. I think yeah, I, sh- I thought like oh, a nightmare. No, I, thought I shot 38, 48. It's, oh, it's gross. the easiest thing in the world for a golfer to gross. get just locked into. Oh, I had a bad hole. I you know I need to bounce back from this. It's just every hole's a new hole. Yeah. Every next shot is the next shot. Um, being able to let go of a bad shot, I think, is one of the greatest things to do in golf. Releasing your ego yep. on the golf course, I, I, I think it's powerful. Now, you say all this, Ryan, and I love you to death, but you play with me one time. It's really hard to bounce back and think about your next shot when you're tin cupping it on T1 over and over into the water. It's really hard. Now there your was guys' no, misses there was no are water, very there narrow. There was no water on for the whole first hole when we played, so I don't know what I you're talking about. I don't remember that shit. Well, then what story are you telling? I'm telling you the story of when your misses are so bad. Uh, ish, fair, fair. Okay. Didn't I break your record today in your simulator? Ninety-two yards 92 out of yards offline. <laughs> okay, now translate that into uh, a public setting where there's houses involved. W- w- yeah, with a seventy-five-yard f- wide fairway. Yeah, seventy-five-yard yes. wide San fairway. Carlos, yeah. I might get away yeah. with that. You might have taken a pedestrian out. Yeah. Um, yes. Or at least a, a bowl window. Of soup. At least a window. Never. Knock on fucking now, wood. I'll never do that. In in fairness to the statement, Edwin, I think that is where the fitting process does come in. Okay, for somebody that might miss a driver or X club. 
by 92 yards. Yeah. I think there's a really fair room for them to improve upon that. And, and I think we achieved that today. I, I would, Tonight. I would like to think so. Yeah. Um, you ended up with, uh, with, with a stealth nine, driver. Nine degree stealth, which he came into this thinking he wanted. Mm -hmm. Well, in, in also to, to add on to that statement, Wyatt, part of a good club, you want to be able to get good numbers, which I'm focused on. I'm going to make sure those numbers are like good. Like you said, 75-25 earlier. I like the 75-25 ratio. Yeah, yeah. 75% yep. numbers, 25% comfortability, balance, aesthetic. Yeah. yeah. If all those pieces are in place, I think that's a really good golf club. I think you can be successful on the golf course with it. So. That makes sense. I will say the Stealth, um, I felt really comfortable standing over it. It looks beautiful. It sounds great. And if that... If that last stealth didn't just pop into existence, we probably would have went with that rogue. No, I mean the because rogue, those numbers were were the good. Rogue, the rogue was responding very well. Yeah. But if we didn't have Chuck around here, yeah, fucking Chuck. Chuck brought us our to our closet club fitter. I'm gonna give credit where credit Mr. is due. Mr. Tater, that Chuck, that you're cl you're clinging Chuck. to life over here, Chuck. Are you? <laughs> We got you a water and everything. Chuck has had way too much bourbon today, and he's been up since 4 a.m. Chuck's been up since 4 a.m. Yeah. Taking Cleaning boats. fishing. Why don't you nice. tell people your sob story? Yeah. Tell them. They don't want to hear it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they you, do. Thank you, Sean, thank you. How, how was the bite out there, though? The bite yeah. was solid. The bite was, was it? Solid? Okay. okay. What know? did you catch today? We caught a couple nice reds. We jumped three tarpon. Oh, my God. Probably, I don't Jinx. know, 15 or 20 snook. Jesus. It right. is snook season, right, man. Right. September is hot. September, yeah, first August, September is hot. Yeah, but Chuck doesn't keep no snook. Nah. Chuck, well, yeah. Chuck at least don't need we're to not going to say anything about it on the podcast. No, Chuck doesn't keep no snook. So a couple things. Oh, we did fillet some snappers. And your name is definitely Chuck on this podcast, by the way. When we're talking about you keep you not keeping snook. Paper cup. Couple couple, paper cup, couple things. Paper cup Chuck. Couple <laughs> things. If you want to get fitted for golf clubs and have the absolute best experience, come to Golf Guys. Talk to our boy Ryan. If you want to catch fish, jump tarpon, maybe not catch him, but jump him, you, you go to our fucking boy, Captain James. That's up Webb to you if you Chuck. want to catch him. Yeah. You got to catch him. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll get him on the line. Yeah, Jamie's like, I'm, not him, I'm not reeling him in. I'm not reeling him in. In the world of tarpon fishing, jumping them that's, is almost as, enough. as good goal, as. Right? Yeah. yeah, that's enough. The ju uh, a, a jumping tarpon is, a is a spectacular. That's hitting the 305 yard cut. Yeah, yeah, there it or is. 292 or whatever. whatever. Now, yeah. sure, I'd, I'd like to you. add something sure. onto this. How do we get a fishing pole into the golf bag? Are we going to allow? I oh, have you want? Oh, get ready. ready. Allow a fifteenth club? I mean, oh, say, well, we say have we're on the tee. Say we're on the tee, and we're you know the group in front of us might be a little bit slow. We've got a great oh, bass pond there. next. They to us have here. retractable <laughs> fishing poles. Do, it's does, already happened. <laughs> they have retractable oh, fishing poles. Oh, my phone's dead. James, no. How pull do, it out. Pull the video out. Show her on. How do we how do we fish a little bit on the golf course if the group in front of us is moving a little bit slow? I know a guy. Oh my god, we're gonna superimpose over this video podcast the video of Edwin and Mark simultaneously catching a bass at Heritage Bay. Now I would love, 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 love to not bring the retractable somehow. Actually, get like a high end retractable fishing pole. No, and like go a, to sanctuary. You should just get like a five footer, like a real short guy. Oh, right? dude, the sanctuary. Sanctuary. Can, There's I can only imagine rolling. what's in there. There's snook popping. Yep. It's a beautiful golf course. Ryan, have you ever have played, you played the sanctuary? sanctuary? 
I haven't played it before. Oh, we gotta it get you out there. Phenomenal, yeah. dude. Very we know much. we know one of the we know the outside operations guy there. We're gonna go out. We're gonna get out there, dude. I would love it. I wonder when they when do you think their season? Those are retractable. Up? Shout out to okay. Rod. Shout out to Rod Churchill, amateur. by the way. Turn this. Make sure we go well, some bass soon. Yeah, next I mean, couple weeks. That was at that okay. scramble that we right. did. Or at this point, we're gonna get out there. September maybe. What can I do? We're gonna get out there. Screw a fishing rod onto your Ventus TR6S. Yes, yes, yes. If we can screw this onto your Ventus TR6S. We're gonna get some Goliath group. You know what we should get? One. We should somehow try and figure out a way to like put a tailor-made adapter, like the the female portion of it, onto the like the the t the tip upper half of a fishing pole, so you can break it down into like and keep it tucked in the bag. Pop it in there, screw it in, done. You attach the reel, kind of like a fly rod, kind of like a breakdown fly rod. You know, how it cut it breaks in half. So it's like a it's like a. It's like a phantom fishing pole. Yeah. So it's like, oh, no, it's just a driver. They walk away. You pull it out, and it's a exactly. full-on fishing pole. You Absolutely. Take the head off. Absolutely. Listen, we're in Southwest Florida here. Okay. This is sometimes a, the sometimes the uh, pace of play could be lacking a little bit. Absolutely. Yeah. This Especially for playing scrambles, that, man. That Rusty's tournament we played in. That was. I mean, you got you guys fished like what three or four times on that course, and then simultaneously oh, yeah. caught. A fish off yeah, one dock, up. waiting on a tee box together. They both casted, missed, casted, missed. Third cast, both of them yank on a bass out. Literally at the same exact moment. Yeah, wow. mine was a little tiny. It was a little bitch, tiny but fucker. Yeah, a fish right. is a fish on the golf course. If you can, yeah. that is true. We actually got we got praise too from a distance. Nice, yeah, people nice on the other fish. fish shouted over a nice fish. I will tell you this, <laughs> just like that, right yeah. here, it was literally nice fish. They were emo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> emo fish. They were they were coming from Ceremony Brewing's emo night. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can't wait for the next one. Yeah. Have you been to Have you been to Ceremony Brewing? I, I haven't personally myself. Okay, yeah, it's a cool. It's in Benita. It's, it's off Old Forty One. Okay. Very chill. It's a cool microbrewery. Absolutely. Like they, they brew their own stuff. Yeah. yeah. You're a beer guy. You like beer. hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Um, I've been to the Hop Size Brewing. Yep. Love that place. Great spot. Always great food trucks. There. Edwin's got a great bartender. Edwin's got a great bartender there that he's friends with. Don't remember. That he's scared off. Don't remember anyone from there. It was, was, was a. Uh, was he really pretty? We were having. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible singer and got him. <laughs> no, she was a uh, uh, body competition. You don't fucking know bikini. What bikini competition? A bodybuilder. Sure. Anyways, they yeah. got. We, we talked about this like three episodes ago. <laughs> Whatever, we'll man. We'll bring it up again to Ryan because he, you know, Competing he, he knows about bodybuilding, but wearing so bikinis. This girl, this girl, no, this, this, more no, this, this girl was this girl was cute, right? But she was, you know, like maybe thirty-five ish. All right, so a little bit. I don't. Not, My age. I don't want to say. Yeah, I don't want to say past her prime, but Edwin's age. Whoa. And um, unbelievable. She, she's in the back nine. She's no, in her she, prime. But, but she was cute though. She was cute, and she had a great personality. She was talking to us. We were having good conversation. Then all we're of a sudden, ones in there. And we were talking about movies and like TV shows Ooh. and like genres and stuff. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, Edwin fucking brings up uh, what was it? Anime. Anime, and you could visibly see on her face that she was like, "I gotta go," <laughs> and it's simply now not the one for me. Fair enough. Fair no, enough. Just, fair enough. Can I have but my I, I kind of lost control though. I, I laughed. We were having good conversation, I loved it. and I laughed so goddamn hard on her facial expression. It was unbelievable. And when sometimes well, you she needs to get you out gotta, more. You gotta let the good ones go a little bit. Sometimes. Yeah, you gotta so, let them go, dude. You know what I mean? You know. And not even. I have nothing against any ass. genre, but just her reaction is what made me laugh. 
It wasn't, a, a wasn't that I have nothing, see, yeah. anything against anime. I don't know anything about anime, but you were, for some reason it just moment, was so funny, her reaction. The moment I said anime, deep down inside, Wyatt, you were like, oh my god, please say no, please say no, please say no, please say no. And she's like, eh. And you were like, yes! And your laughter was more of like a fucking cheer, a cheer. for yourself. It, it was, but yeah. What if she would have loved anime? Oh, then we would have. I would have loved that too. I would have loved that. He wouldn't have existed. I would not have. You're right. They would have. They would have gone off. No, because they were. Have you seen Naruto? What about what about Death Note, man? Oh my God. What? Shikigami. They were. No, but listen to me. They were already talking about. They were already talking about like Game of Thrones, which I'm a fan of, and something else. What was it? Game of Thrones and the other one wasn't Lord of the Rings. No. Oh, there, there's Game a new uh, Game of Thrones rendition. Yes, I, I've already started watching it. Yeah, yeah, House of Dragon. Yeah. House of the Dragon. Just yeah, came out recently, yeah. absolutely. That is amazing, and they have the um, they have the same um, the same guy that makes the music for Game of Thrones. They have him. They have I forgot what what the guy's name is, but all the crazy um, all the crazy uh, battle scenes. In Game of Thrones, they bought that same director in. So you're going to get the same exact, like, it's... And it starts off with dragons. Immediately. Back to golf! And Guys, see, why I can't, why I can't veer off at no, all? We've got to keep it on, on the outline here, dude, okay? We have things to there do. There is right? no outline. We have things that, you're right. But, side note, with that... Here's our outline. Th side note. Let's talk, let's talk a little live, and then let's get into the, uh, the FedEx. Who just joined? Um, oh, six, was it? More, Varner? six more players. I think Varner. Was it yeah. Varner? And there was another big name, right? Cam Smith. Yeah, Cam in. Smith. Varner. Open left. Champion. Cam right? Smith. Varner. Um, That's a unreal. Lot of fucking good players, man. They're 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 heading over there. What? Um, Look at your boy right here on the screen. My boy Bubba, dude. There we so, go. And I and I and I like the way he said that right there, dude. If Augusta tells him he can't go. Then he doesn't want to be there anyway. I'm the same fucking Dang. way. Um, if you're a past champion Actually, at a place, says, if Augusta tell me I can't go, well, yeah, but I'm not grammatically incorrect like Bubba Watson. Anyway. Okay, these people that live in Baghdad, Florida. All right, you know, Baghdad, Florida. You can give a guy two masters, but you can't. <laughs> Cameron Smith, Harold Varner, Jaqueen Neiman. Yo, uh, <laughs> whatever. We had the, we had this. He's shit not going to be. A, he's not going to be a listener of the podcast. <laughs> you're a, you're a listener. <laughs> Uh, Cameron Tringale, Jack Queen Neiman, Jacqueen Neiman. I think it's Joaquin. Whatever. Your people's bro, get it right. Whatever, man. No, your people's. He's not. I'm just kidding. He's not. He's Argentinian. He's Argentinian. He's Chilean. Mm. Oh, okay. Whatever. Well, they neighbor each other. Cameron Tringale, Mark Liegeman. <laughs> we'll call him South American for the sake of this podcast. Okay. You suck. Oh man. Okay. So these are the recent uh, additions here. You're saying. Six PGA Tour players to That's join right. Live if ne if ne golf next week. What? What are you talking about? <laughs> Anyways, what do you? But so let's let's get let's get kind of some broad um let's get some broad opinions from the four of us Ooh, on on Live and what we think about there was, it. There, there was Jamie's we, drive. We've talked about this a little bit. Let's not dive too much into the sociopolitical aspect of things, but like let's. There it is. I mean, what do you what do you guys think of this? Is it bag chasing? Do you agree? It's with, obviously bad. Do you chasing. agree with it? No, I get that. That's why I kind of teed that up. But, yeah, no but pun what, intended. My question is: Do you think it's going to come full circle, and the PGA Tour eventually is going to acquiesce and say, "Look, we understand you guys did that. 
we're still going to, eventually it's going to come full circle and they're going to say, you absolutely can play on our tour because you have marketable names. We, that's how we make money via ad dollars. We just are going to require you to play X amount of tour events on our circuit and X amount on other circuits like they currently do. Is it th it's 13 events, right? Uh, I believe so at the moment. So yeah, 13 events for PGA Tour, yeah. I have a different thought on it. I think it's going to push PGA players to become free agents. Okay? Yeah. So Well, they're already independent contractors, aren't they? Correct. They're and 1099. I, I think it'll allow every single tour player to become a, a free contractor, decide who invites them to play in said tournament for said amount of money or mm -hmm. said... Uh, prestige. The, the opportunity yep. to win a purse is what I... Th yeah, it, it should remain that way, I think. So, I think in our end result, what we see from the Live Golf versus the PGA Tour conflict at the moment, I think you'll see free agents allowed to play in both tours mm -hmm. um, that they're invited to. The, the problem with the Live Golf at the moment, okay, the players that are there that are playing at a high level, they're not able to earn golf, world golf rankings Points. Status. Yeah. So they're going to drop in ranking. Now, yeah. what people want to see in the major tournaments, which I think are the most viewed golf tournaments of the year. I agree. Um, they want to see the best players playing in the best field at at a substantial golf course. Mm -hmm. The PGA Tour slash Live Tour, they're not going to allow mediocre players or above average players to play. They want the best people being shown. Mm -hmm. So. I think the end result of this matter is is free contracting, being invited to said majors or said live golf events. Um, I, I think it is a power play on the PGA Tour, personally, myself. Mm -hmm. I think it will force their hand and, yep. and allow these people to free contract a little bit more, is my mm -hmm. opinion. Yeah. Um, and power to them, you know. I, 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 this is a capitalistic society we live in. I mean, if, if, there's, if there's a way... Albeit, the albeit live golf is the catalyst to get the talent, which again is the players. They're the ones that have the likability. They're the ones that have the face. They're their brand. The PGA Tour is a brand. I get that, right? But without players, there is no brand. You've got to have players competing on your tour and competing on these golf courses for purses sponsored by X sponsor. You know what I mean? Sure. In order for like the likability scenario to come full circle and for there to be money flowing. So I'm all for the PGA. This is almost like them unionizing in my mind. I kind of look at it a little bit like that. It's like a group of them left and said, I'm tired of this scenario. And if you're telling me I can't do something, I have enough bravado and prowess in the market and right, to do whatever to do whatever I want. You know, so I'm going to go over here. I'm going to get 50 million dollars. And, and again, a lot of these PGA Tour, you hear them in their thing, right? They're not like, they're like, I have no affiliation with whatever the money's coming from. And, you know, some people will say that that's turning a blind eye to, you know, some sort of social issue. But nonetheless, what's if I was in that situation, I would do the exact same thing until it forced the hand of the PGA Tour. And then I would absolutely probably choose to play more so on the PGA Tour. But by, do, by making this move, what it would have done is it forces the PGA Tour to say, we're not going to hold all this money, these billions of dollars away from the players from advertising dollars anymore, and we're going to make the purses what they should be. And that also should happen on the LPGA Tour, is my opinion as oh, well. 100%. Specifically I to all to Nelly Corda, because she's my favorite. But. 
What? Sorry. <laughs> nice I one. I completely agree with that, Wyatt. So, um, I I think that it will trickle down throughout as time goes on. I think it'll take a little bit of litigation and of course time for that to play out. But yeah, I I I couldn't agree more with what you said about how the the PJ Tour's hand has been forced. Mm-hmm. They're gonna have to step up. Um, it's one of the I I can say it's probably one of the best tours to play on in the world. However, when you have people of the highest caliber leaving that tour to go somewhere else, that should be a red flag. That speaks that speaks volume. Yeah. I mean, it really does. Yeah. What's what do you think is on like like DJ's one of the first ones to go over there. What do you think is on his contract though? Is it well, pretty so, like lenient so, contract? So twelve. Uh, twelve. Did you hear about that whole thing though? About how when they're signing these contracts, that's actually that's superimposed against future earnings on when them winning. That's a draw against. So they gave them that money up front, but like when they win, like when Henrik Stenson won, that's just they already gave him the money, but that's just a draw off of that. Oh. So he didn't get any more money for winning that tournament. That's just they're like, they're like okay. The they're thing. like okay. You have to win fifty million more dollars worth of shit before you're even. Basically, this is the thing about golf and other don't bring the don't bring the so, the no. socio political aspect into I'm gonna, it. Though. I'm going to say about other major sports because I don't want to. So I don't other major add sports. That no, that's fine. Look at this guy. Yeah. Other major sports have guaranteed contracts. You sign a contract, five year. Let's just call it hundred million dollars. Well, guaranteed contracts, assuming that you fulfill your your you your. If you're not hurt. Assuming if you, you fulfill. You fulfill your contractual right. obligations. You show up, and when well, that's not just showing up. So yeah, maybe a little if more. Yeah. It's not just hit, no. It's not just that though. You have to. There's a lot of things that where you have to perform a certain way. Yeah, but you're getting I'm bonuses good, good, for good. going to playoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For of course, Super of course. Yeah. For <laughs> He's got water in there. <laughs> Does he? Chuck likes water. Chuck's like, <laughs> <laughs> I talked him off early. Chuck's like water whiskey. Yeah. So the what the golfers are basically saying is, we want guaranteed money. Yeah. Because we're playing and we're showing up week by week. If Absolutely. we don't make a cut, we're guaranteed money. And we have money to provide this lifestyle. Do they have cuts and live? No cuts. No cuts. No cuts and no live. Cuts. No cuts. Yeah. And it's for someone that doesn't want to compete at the highest level. How, yeah, but how can you say that, though? How's that not? You can't say that's not competing against the highest level because the highest level is about the condition of the course, the way the course is set up, and the competition you're playing against. You're telling me that Brooks Kepka is not the highest, one of the highest level of golf. You're telling me that honestly, even, even Harold Varner. I'm really surprised. Varner's lights out, dude. Honestly, I'm really surprised that Brooks Kepka. You're telling me DJ's. D- I, I, DJ DJ was ranked fourth fourth in the world when he left, right? Oh, so you would need a Tiger. Out. You would need a Tiger Woods to go over Whatever, there. Whatever, that's top twenty-five. Dustin, they offered him. They Dustin almost offered Johnson. him a billion dollars. Yeah. Dustin Johnson was slipping like nobody's business. And, but yeah, still throwing up 68s every day. Oh, no, there's no doubt. You know Dustin I mean? Johnson is one of the most talented athletes in the world. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just telling you that Dustin Johnson doesn't want to grind like a Justin Thomas wants to grind. Justin Thomas wants to grind four hours a day. Yeah. Every day. Dustin yeah. Johnson. DJ wants made it to clear. None and play. Once a month. I'm a DJ. That's cool, dude. I'm going to be I'm honest. I'm glad that you're a DJ. Because I don't yeah. practice. You I just go play. You won't be a DJ after you get your fitting hair. Because you're going to have some... Edwin, you're never going to beat me. You're, you're going to come to some sort me. of realization. I know where you're going with this. You're, you're going to come to the realization that, like, oh, my God, I needed this. And then all of a sudden, 
I've I'm beating you left and right. Uh, you, you're never gonna, gonna you, you like you're never gonna That's beat right. me left and right, dude. You're never gonna look beat out me left for the content. Right. Next there's videos. Just, there's a future there's a videos is beating Wyatt. There's it's not big, breaking this. You breaking heard that. it here first. There's a it's fundamental ability here, and there's a fundamental disability here. Okay? Listen, I don't care if and you I pull your wedge out to anybody because I don't mean it that way. I don't care if you pull your wedge out to putt. A win's a win, buddy. Because I know you, you start playing bad, I start, and I'll start playing good, and then you'll pull your wedge out but my to putt, but my, and then it won't count. But my bad is 82, and your good is 85. Oof. You see? Dude, my bad, my bad is 82, and, and you know, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Backpedal. Yeah, Back you're right. <laughs> but that's why we're here, dude. It's all right, but nonetheless, that's why we're here. And I want this guy to witness this. I love golfing with you guys. It's I want this guy to witness me defeating you. So what Wyatt doesn't know is me and Edwin are coming out for heads tomorrow. Yes. Okay. Me and Edwin are going to take on anyone Wyatt and Chuck. Okay, we're going best ball. Okay. <laughs> Chuck Zelinski. And they're gonna, they're going to have to grind tomorrow. Paper cup. They don't Chuck. they don't know it Paper yet. Cup but they're they're going to have to grind tomorrow. I like to grind. I'm I'm kind of a I'm kind of a scramble player anyway to be honest How with you. Doing this I tend to grind it out. Like fucking forty people playing tomorrow. Yeah, there is. We'll f we're gonna figure it out. We're gonna figure it we'll out. We obviously nice can't go, but uh, you know, all at once. Oh, we'll go best ball. We'll go best ball with them, Edwin. We'll go straight up. Um, it's me and you versus Wyatt and and uh, James slash Chuck. And uh, so cart. It's an so there'll be two carts. And uh, we're gonna have to kind of set some uh, qualifications for the winnings here. Seven hundred dollars. I, I think more importantly, the losings. I mean, I think yeah. somebody's gonna have to really step up when they lose here. More this, more so than winning. Absolutely, yeah. Well, the winner doesn't have to do anything; just accept the money. Or we could do a white claw open. I take Venmo. I like that. I like white claw open. <laughs> no. So, do you remember when we talked about that at Raptor? Were you there that day at Raptor Bay, or it was you? Yeah, we've talked about this multiple times. We've we done one white claw open, and it was epic as fuck. Was that with us? When was that? Uh, it was a while ago. Uh, McGrath was there. Um, yes, at Babcock. Yeah. At Babcock, right? We got we got clawed. <laughs> we got clawed to death. I felt I felt real bad for the cart girl because every time she came by, we cleared her of all we, her white yeah, we claws. Cleared, we cleared her out. She had to go restock <laughs> yeah. every Nothing single time. Nothing else. Yeah. We just want white claws. I think she was happy about it. Oh, of course Absolutely. she was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She got she, she got a fat tip. She got a fat tip. Yeah, exactly. We talked about this one time. It was me, Jamie, David Van Brumlin, and someone else. I don't remember who. I think it was Sean Wilkes. It was Sean Wilkes. We played River Hall. The original Claw Daddy. The original Claw Daddy, Sean Wilkes. Claw Shout Daddy. Out. Shout, Shout out. out. Shout, Shout out to, to Sean Wilkes. Wilkes. Um, we <laughs> Sean we played, we played River Hall at like 8 a.m. out um, out off State Road 80, and, which is, again, a beautiful course, by the way, if you haven't played there, uh, when they keep it in good shape. Um, we played there in the morning, and it was hot as shit that day. And then what did we do? We went to Twin Peaks. We, we were already tipsy leaving that course, and then we went to Twin Peaks for lunch and yeah. had like shots and beers and all sorts of stuff. We were like, what should we do? Should we go play more golf? I guess nobody had anything to do, so we went to Raptor Bay and attempted to play 18 more and we stopped and got two or three cases of white claw why i don't know because claw daddy thought it was a good because claw daddy sean wilkes thought it was a good idea by the fourth hole everyone was dude spuking and spraying balls left and friggin right we could not make that's contact. your typical white claw open man oh my god Imagine if it was a natty light open. That was a 36 hole white claw open, an though. 18 an 18 hole, hole white claw open, I, I think, is doable. You know what I mean? It seems yeah. reasonable. Exactly, yeah. 
Yeah. You know a, what we should do? We should a have dual, a, a dual white claw 36 hole open is horrible. We should have a worst Heineken mini keg open. Do they still make those? They do, yes. Total Wine has oh, wow. them. Each cart should have one. That would be sick. Actually. Each cart should have one. All right. And then by so by the turn you have to be through your keg. So two people have to polish off that well, keg. We have, uh, oh oh my god. There's a fucking baby. Little fucking keg stands. No, no, I'm talking we're talking about the mini kegs. Okay. Little you know the ones that are like this tall and they're like I, that wide? Yeah, I, got I think I think there's like there's like 15 beers in one of those, right? Oh, no problems. Or less than that even, right? 12 maybe? Yeah, I don't know. We have to look it up. Well, yeah, right, we should do that. Probably. That would be cool. That'd be some good content. We'd have to sneak. How the fuck do you sneak that in? You don't. It's called no. the Heineken Mini Keg Open. Yeah, we just tell them we're sponsored by Heineken. Face. They'll let us in. Show That's face. it. Yeah, we'll bring somebody. We'll get a banner from Heineken. We'll get a Heineken banner. We'll borrow a Heineken banner from Total Wine. We just have if, cameras everywhere. If the content yeah. so it's is believable. Good, I mean, Heineken's why would they in. care? Why would they care? Heineken's exactly. In. Yeah, I'm worried Jeez. about more the golf course than anything else. I mean, That's, yeah, <laughs> the golf course is gonna be like, excuse me, sir, you can't bring a keg onto our uh, golf cart. Yeah, Actually, that's what I said. How are we gonna sneak that in? We can okay. figure it out. We're not going to discl disclaim which golf course, though. So, so secrets. Will you be upset if I play with a staff bag on a given day? No, I will fit a keg right inside of that. Yeah, oh, you that probably is would. True. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that is true. Cut all my clubs off in half. Play play with two, play two everything bags. at like twenty eight inches. I'm yeah, get that thing kegerated. We're gonna have a we're gonna have a draft. Oh my god! Oh my god! That'd be epic. Yeah. I'm traveling around. Like, why is your bag so loud? Is there a fucking AC unit inside of it? Is there a compressor? Is it, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Listen, we paid our card fee. Don't ask questions. Yeah, exactly. Shut up. Yeah. Oh boy. Speaking of um, really good players, we have our champion. For the FedEx Cup, uh, Rory McIlroy. Yep, he was actually on top on the odds. For some reason, he well, he was like what third or fourth in the going FedEx into Cup it? points. Going yeah, into it? going into it, he was every, everything I looked up was Rory McIlroy is, is on top for the odds above Scheffler. Yeah, really going into it, and Scheffler led points going into the Tour Championship. Scheffler right? was just playing key, like stay alive golf, like he. Defensive, he had a defensive great, golf. He had a yeah. great round. Of he got up top, and every round after that was just like, stay there. And then Rory just uh, came out. Just Rory played Rory. I think it came down to a matter of the way the Tour Championships formulated, where you start out with your score based on your season. Yeah. Scotty Scheffler played a great season and deserved to be in the leading spot going into the tournament. Yeah. Rory McIlroy was in form. He, he was in form at the right time. He came off an open championship in contention, mm -hmm. sinking putts, mm -hmm. and he was he was ready to elevate to the next level. Now yeah. he hadn't been there in a while. We know he can get there. We know when he's playing his best golf, he is pretty much unbeatable. Absolutely, so I would in, agree with that. In in fairness to the statement, walking into the tournament, it's hard to deny him. Yeah. I mean, especially Our, coming off contention so, at an open championship and Lynx golf, in my opinion is the much harder golf than what we're used to playing. And even oh. what these guys are used to playing stateside. I mean, well, that was no, Lynx golf, was I mean, it? What? Yeah, the, the open? Tour Championship? Yeah, the old no, the Open. Oh, I'm talking yeah. about the, 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 the Tour open. Championship. No, I was saying, he was playing. He was so in contention coming, at one of the hardest golf courses in the, the world. Open, oh, yeah. Yeah. Coming off the Open, about, yeah. he was one so, shot off the lead. Yeah, so, so I'm saying coming, com coming back yeah. over here and playing all of a sudden playing stateside golf, it's like a whole different... It's like it's not as in front of you as like what we're used to playing, but it's so much more in front of you than Lynx golf. Yeah. I mean, 
I mean, he's just, I think he, the form that he was coming into the tournament with, he had a very good chance to come out on top. I don't think Scotty played his best golf on Sunday, which I think most people can agree on. He kind of shit the bed, yeah, um, in a way. Oh, he was if diarrheaing the bed. If he had played better golf, I think it could have been more of a playoff situation. Yeah. Yep. Um, nevertheless, Rory came out on top, and yeah. props to him for it. Yeah, I mean that's a, that's a I mean that's a seven shot swing, right? Scheffler plus three, Rory four under that oh. day. I if, mean to win by one, right, Rory? And if you and if you go back to his interview, he said. I had no chance really coming into this tournament. He said he went into the I first tee. Yeah, how many shots did he start nine? behind? Seven. Seven. No, not the date. Not the no. It was six. It was six on Sunday going into it. Oh yeah, true. But but he but, but, but there was a se- yeah there was a but seven shot swing. Seven shot swing. Started yeah. on Thursday. Like I think. No, oh that, true. That's yeah, a very well, fair point. Yeah. What was that? I I to be honest, I'd like to know. Yeah, look that up. Let's get some stats on it because I know Sheffler started. Chuck usually does this, but Ryan, we appreciate you filling in for Chuck right now. If you've listened to our last podcast, I think our picks were way the fuck off. We our picks were. Like JT and uh, JT well. Cam Smith. Yeah, we. I think we JT both played, did play we well. We both Cam talked Smith, about Cam like, Smith. Wasn't even in that shit. I had a conversation with my father-in-law yes. about. Uh, I think it was on. Fr- it was after Friday's round. Friday evening, he goes. He goes. I'm going Scheffler or, or Shoffley. And Friday evening, I, was I didn't. Pulling fr- for Shoffley. Friday, dude. Friday evening, I didn't. They were up there, but I didn't really have Shoffley like like being in contention on the final day. Yeah. And I said to him, I said, Scheffler's going to be hard to catch. And he was like, all right, I'll take Shoffle. He's so he totally threw, capable of it. Though. So we threw we threw 20 bucks on it. And I think Shoffle... Didn't Shoffle tie Scheffler? Or did he fall off completely no, on the last he day? He may have gotten uh, solo... Not solo. Uh, solo third? Like tied for third or something. Okay, well then I owe my father-in-law $20, so... He, he, was second he had, he had, and third. And Scheffler was Scheffler second. Scheffler was second. Scheffler was, was tied was for third. Behind. Okay, gotcha. So you yeah. lost money. All right. So I'm going to. Yeah. When I go up to the lake house this weekend, I'm going to have to pay him 20 bucks, I guess. The lake house. That sounds fancy. It is very fancy. It's not for us pours. Wow. Wow. wow you really not took for that. Us pours. You really took that too far. Chuck. What are we drinking? We are drinking some wood for reserve. Again, courtesy of, our, courtesy of Ryan Bailey. Our boy Ryan Bailey here at Golf Guys. Hey. I will say. I'm glad to share this wood for reserve with you guys. Um, this is my first podcast I'm ever doing myself. Um, wouldn't rather be doing it with any other guys. Hell guys yeah. That is Hell the yeah. sweetest shit ever, man. Absolutely. Fist pump. Pound him. Don't leave him hanging. There we go. Beautiful. Love that. Today. <laughs> Today. So, All right, talk just, to us. Just to go back on it. Um, We're can some stats here. Scotty Scheffler did start at 10 under, and Rory started at 4 under, six shots back. Man. Off the start. Off the six start. shots back. To, to stretch six <laughs> shots against so, the number so one if you player th- in the world. So if you think about it, he, he, only, he only out. Yeah, he only played one shot better than him on the tournament. Well, if you think about it, he was the he was the same sh- he was the same amount four? of shots back going into coming, Sunday coming as my into point. Seven shots than I apologize. I'm talking coming into one round shot one. No, I'm talking that was, that was coming, the start on Thursday. Coming into the tour championship shots. where you have your yeah yeah they where they stagger it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So Scotty Shuffler started at ten under. Rory started at four. You said four under. 
So it was six shots back you're, off uh, on Thursday. Okay, I see what you're saying. So when he, did Roy really so he start shot, creeping? Well, yeah, but what I'm saying, one so shot, I, I one shot, one position. shot better on the entire tournament than him. But Scotty Scheffler started six so up. Technically, he was seven shots. Six back. up. No, I'm, Rory, I'm saying Rory, Rory didn't improve seven removed shots. the fact that he was up by six shots. On day one? Scotty, day one. That's my point. One, but he technically, if it was an even tournament, he would have only won by one. That's, my, that's what I'm saying. But he already started six shots higher, so he actually won by seven but over I, Scheffler. Yeah, right. but I already said that. Right. What, what, what are we, where are we confused here? Speaking to the Six, microphone. Yeah, I said in a vacuum, take out the fact that Scheffler started six up on him. He, he <laughs> that's him. He shot one shot better than him on the entire tournament. That's what Which, I said. One shot better? Oh my god, dude! It's seven. Okay. Well, it's past why it's bedtime. He's getting cranky. Can we can we bring up a topic? Of bring it up. The Ryder Cup coming up. Oh my god! President's What's Cup. What's gonna happen? Well, the President's, President's Cup's even before the Ryder Cup. Oh yeah, true, true, up. true. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. That's, President's Cup's very like soon. Like yeah, 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 coming up here. Yeah. I mean, is that affected by Liv? President's Cup? Yeah, the pre Henrik Stenson was the captain of the team, and they removed him for the President's or the Ryder Cup. For, oh, for Ryder Cup. Oh, okay, gotcha. Oh, okay, gotcha. Oh, okay, yeah. So, what? What yeah. every single person is gone? They're all on live now, right? Yeah, everyone. Yeah. So they just kicked them all off. It's a joke. And when you start to talk about this conflict of PGA Tour versus Live Tour, yeah, I think the person that's hurt the most is the Ryder Cup. And while there's no specific player allegiance there, it's it's. Uh, I think it's the World Cup of, of golf. Yeah, you, absolutely. People re very much respect the World yeah. Cup of soccer. Yeah. This is the World Cup of golf. Well, it's and continent versus continent, if you think about it. Oh, absolutely. 100%. Yeah. And I, I think it's a very important event. Um, I'm interested to see how it's impacted uh, amongst these shifts from Live to PGA Tour. Cause are, they, are the President's Cup and the Ryder Cup not independently run like the majors? I, I believe they're contingent upon each other. Okay. Don't quote me on that. Yeah, yeah. But, um... Quoting. Solid. Quoting. <laughs> Learned that one from Wyatt. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> says that a lot. Yeah. But, it's I... It's dude. I like it. The yes. fact that they're not contingent by each other, I think they're greatly affected by this event yeah. of, you know, yeah. whatever's playing out here in front of us. Um, I, I respect those as some of the most watched golf events. I Absolutely. personally really enjoy the camaraderie of the Ryder Cup or the President's Cup and I don't want to see that go away. I I agree. I, I don't think that, it will never go away. I hope that away. maintains. It will always. That that type of competition between continent versus continent, it's 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 the only time other than the waste management open where you can as the kids would say, get lit as fuck. <laughs> it, <laughs> There's so much alcohol flowing. There's so much. It's the only golf tournaments that you paint your goddamn face. My my favorite my favorite pictures from Ryder Cups is Michael Jordan with a fucking hot espresso and a Cuban cigar at 7:30 a.m. in the morning on the first tee. For some reason, that's just like the greatest picture that I've ever that, that will in, ever. Uh, it happens every year. He's, he goes. He's been in the Ryder Cup every year for well, the past 20 years. Yeah, Tiger was playing that, that, that one. It was up north. I was talking about last year. He was literally there. He he, he's there every single year, dude. Yeah, but I remember he's a golf junkie. He doesn't miss it. Yeah, he's nuts. What Here's is somebody who's something. Do you know anybody at Grove 23? Grove 23. You have any hookups? I. We'll talk later. <laughs> we'll talk later. Not on the podcast. Not on the podcast. All right. Yeah, All right, we'll yeah. be serving drinks there. Yeah. Wearing tuxedo fucking uniforms. In, in I would honesty, do a high level of things to get out there. I'll, I'll volunteer. I'll tell you that. Oh, uh, You'll volunteer? Fuck yeah. <laughs> For what? I don't know. Be Give a fluffer? 
be a fluffer? I, I think ultimately, ultimately, what needs to happen yeah. is, is uh, that's what Wyatt really wants to do. MJ needs to make his way onto this con on this podcast at some point in time. Oh, oh my god! god. Um, what, 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 we're we're, we're growing. It's growing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you it guys, is. You, it is. Yeah. You guys have done a great job to make this thing grow and yeah. really include. Listen, a, a, Michael, what do you a, think about LeBron? Audience. Um, First question. I I think. I think the pinnacle would be getting Michael on this podcast. Oh my so God, it would be huge. I think uh, we're gonna we're gonna say this here on this podcast. We're gonna say it. Is a goal but of ours? Is a goal of ours to get, get Michael, Michael Jordan, Jordan on, this on this podcast? Is a goal of ours to, for my, for Michael Jordan to invite this nothing at right now? When this comes out, we're still nobodies, right? But at some point, we will have some modicum of success, assuming we continue this strategy, right? At some point, being that we're across the coast here, if Michael Jordan invites us over there. Do we play the course, review the course, and shoot the podcast or record the podcast in at the bar at, at Grove 23? 23? And, my, and, and Jordan possibly stops in and just says, hey, guys. Get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Who the fuck invited like you guys here? Probably or, more realistic. Yeah. But, you know? <laughs> or can I jump in your four? What are you guys playing for? Yes, eight thousand yes. dollars a hole. I heard yeah. he, so I heard he all, plays for all, like a hundred k a hole. Together, we all pull together to pick, pick up a hundred k a hole. What, what, what is his handicap? Why, I heard he's like be a five, your, right? He's he's a solid player. I've heard yeah? he's, I heard he can play some high level golf at yeah. times. I've from what tees though? Well, because he's getting old. I mean, he's he's getting up there. A is he sixty? Yeah, yeah, but he's got he's he's, he's got Michael, access he's to still, everything. He's still Michael Jordan, so he's also a big ass motherfucker. So like he, he can swing the club. Si you know, six six, giant hands, long ass arms. Like you still can probably he can still probably he beat could it. Probably get it close to Chuck if I had yeah, to guess. Yeah, and Chuck is the shortest one in this group. So Michael Jordan will palm Chuck fucking Chuck's head. Chuck can't hit. Chuck is the Chuck tall, can't hit it out Chuck of his own the, shadow. Chuck is the right? Chuck is the <laughs> unless it's Chuck with that one the, driver. Chuck is the biggest human being in this group, and I'm talking about height, not you know tummy wise. He's he's svelte, but he's very tall. But he is shorter than all of us, which is depressing if you I think mean, about it. What MJ MJ has beat up on a certain Chuck, but. I don't think yeah. he's met this Chuck before. Yeah, Charles so. Barkley. You're right. You're right. Yeah, you're right. This, I mean, this is a Charles whole new. This Barkley. is a whole new Charles Chuck. Barkley and Charles Oakley. Michael Jordan. That's if you're, true. If that, you're well, I don't know who got the best of who there in that in that match. This is a good. This is a good question. <laughs> Oakley <laughs> jacked him, dude. He did. You don't remember that thing? Yeah. I got a question. This is this is a great question to to, to piggy mm -hmm. to piggyback off crazy. of what we're we're talking Charles. about. <laughs> who do you think like Charles as far as celebrity sports person? Who the best golfer is out there? Because I know Tiger Woods. Who's that fuck? No, who's that fucking uh, ba like a basketball player or a football player? Steph Curry. No, Steph John Curry. John Smoltz. I, I, John Smoltz or Tony Romo. Tony John, Romo. Tony Romo or John Smoltz. Yeah. I think John Smoltz. Tony Romo. They would, would, they would like smoke also, Steph yeah, Curry. I would like to also throw. Would, they would, yeah, they would smoke Steph Curry. I would like to throw Derek Lowe in there. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he good. wins every tournament around here, dude. Derek Lowe in there. You I think you know, know we know Lowe. I do. Phil Lowe. I know Phil Lowe. I've played in a couple of charity scrambles with Derek Lowe. Derek Lowe's clubs are in the repair shop right now. We just got them regripped. Fuck um, yeah, dude. Wow. I, Is I, he still at Fiddlesticks? Uh, I think he's in the north of Fort Myers. Okay. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Did he, yeah, did he yeah. play badminton? Professional bad, bad, yes. bad, if, if bad Derek Lowe, yeah, the pitcher for the MVP, fucking Dodgers Indian. and the Boston oh. Red Sox. Oh, yeah, we don't no know. No idea Edwin. who Derek Lowe is, but I would love to play with you, Derek. <sighs> this is why Edwin is the assistant on the podcast. Get the fuck out of here. And not the main star, because he doesn't here. know anything. All I watch is golf. That's why I don't know who Derek Lowe is. You don't is. even know anything about golf. Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> 
I'm going to tear that ass up, he's and a, then what? we're going to play golf. He's a damn good producer, though. He is. No, he, I, w- he, I have to. No, no. I, thank I, I will 100% you. At least someone that. here respects I, I me. I praise you. Shut up, I, All you do is walk Shut in, up. record, Ed, and leave. Edwin, Edwin is... Ed, Listen to me, dude. Okay, that we've really already, touched we've him. already talked that about really this. That really hurt him. He's the talent. We've already talked about this. Talent, Wyatt, my ass. No, 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 no. Wyatt, Wyatt is you scratch his face I'm and clay talent. comes off. All right, Wyatt, get it in. Go ahead. He's gonna cry. Don't hurry up. Wyatt is the planning and logistics guy behind this that will help us ascend into the future. All I need you to do is finish the content, motherfucker. <laughs> So what you're saying you heard is, it here first. So what you're of, saying instead is, instead you want to go work and going out with your toe. friends, getting blacked out. I need you to post the goddamn podcast. Listen, we can delete this daddy, latter half when here daddy if we want, When Daddy but wants a smoked old fashioned, he gets a smoked old fashioned. We had eight of them that night. You, me, and Jamie loved him. Yeah, that was a good time. We got a little dude. What I, day was that? What I was day actually was that? hurting that next day. What day was that? By the way, yes, I was hurting that next day. What day was that? I don't know who it was the hell Saturday was. night. I think it was Podcasting. a Friday or Saturday night. Who knows, dude? I had to do a charter the next It was night. a litty lit night. Not good. I'll call you back in a little I was a little I was a little hammered that What's when up? I got when I woke up in the morning. Check this out. What, All the right. mirror that um, you dropped earlier and fucked up? I'll call you in a little bit, okay? That was Chartreuse is amazing got, establishment, by the way. Stretch on this, but I'll I'll call you in a little bit. We're wrapping up. We're wrapping up, Brian. We're wrapping up. No. Just the right right amount of Woodfords. We're getting another bottle. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't <laughs> and do we're getting that. wine. Hi. Hi. This is the podcast Hi. right here. Is this the wife, the girlfriend, the fiance? What? Yeah. All of the above. Okay. Sweet nice dreams. Nice yeah. we'll, we'll get him an Uber. <laughs> um, I should be good. I appreciate it, though. I, I got to keep doing this, though. I'll call you back. Bye. Sorry, guys. It's all good. It's all good. All right, that's a good. You said that to you that, too? That's a good cut segment right there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, I hope, absolutely. I hope nothing was good. In we'll there. cut that off. This, so shit, we'll, this we'll, shit's all live, man. Where are we? Where are we? Ta- what were we talking about before we went off on a tangent? There. Let's try and pick that segment back up, and we'll cut that. We were that group jumping out. to live a little bit, and we then talked we were about kind of breaking that. out, talking about, uh, you know, like white claw open. Oh. We did that. <laughs> we did that. I mean, I when, okay. When you want to just cut? You want to just hit an outro? When when yeah. can we expect Jamie. the average golfers only open? That's what oh, I want. So that, honestly, I want to. That's so, what, that's what right. I want. That's all what right. I want. So know. I, we, well, I, Edwin and I have Listen talked up, about listeners. this a little bit, and I have, I have been thinking about this since the inception of the idea of even having a podcast. I thought to myself, I would love kind of a twice annual, um charity scramble type thing i mean you have a lot of connections i have a lot of healthcare connections that you know a lot of guys that have tons of money that blow it all over the place and would jamie, love to come jamie out jamie talks to fish jamie talks to fish and the fish could come play but no i'm just kidding he has a lot of connections <laughs> you have a lot of hookups at palmyra you could get the whole club to show up you know what i mean if you needed it's to possibility yeah. you know so i really think that that's something that we need to all probably brainstorm and put our minds together and and get going i would like to put it out here first that needs that that I'm looking forward to participating in my first Average Golf Guys Open. Yeah, I and like that. I will be the first person to sign up for that. I like and that. And it's all like it's that. all apple juice and yoo-hoos. Mm, that's not happening. Kegs of yoo-hoos, That's man. not happening. Kegs it, of yoo if we set up, But if we set up something like that, you realize they'll let us bring as many Heineken mini kegs as we want. 
That's true. They will actually beg you. They will. They actually, they absolutely will do that. Yeah, you're right. So you heard it here first. We're we're doing our damnedest. Yeah. To set up an average golfer's an actual average, average golfer's, golfers open. open. Yep. And I guarantee you, everyone's gonna want to be involved. Absolutely. Absolutely. I will be the first person to sign up. It'll be at. Uh, I can't wait. I like it. I like it. <laughs> It'll On be at Meyerly. <laughs> no, they don't, they're, they're, not, they're not open back up yet. They're, not, they're doing a $2 million renovation right now. Oh, really? Yeah, they shut. Yeah, they wow, shut. it's going to be great, they though. For a little bit. My mom's an equity uh, owner, so she tells me all this shit. That is going <laughs> to actually be a great place to play, then. It, it, well, Meyerley's actually kind of like a little tricked-up short course, to be honest with it you. It really is. It, it kind of psychs you out as yeah, far as what it, club it, you need to hit. It really does. And like, the wind the green, blows The greens weird. are small square footage. Like There's a lot of undulation in the green and like green side areas. I think if you ask any good golfer what matters, 150 yards and in. Yeah. You talk about a course like this, what are you honing in? Yeah. So. That's it. It fucks you up, though. It's so weird. Average golfers only are turning into professional golfers only. Yeah, this is true. It'll this is true. always be average wow. golfers only. That will be, only. The, that will be the, the second maturation process of this podcast. Maturation? You, have you ever, is that a fucking word? Oh, God, dude. Are you kidding me? Is that another $10 word? All right. Every, maturation? Every, everybody, we've been doing this for an hour and 12 minutes. On maturation, we've got to go. Edwin has no fucking idea what that is. Who the fuck knows what maturation is? We're feeding we're feeding out here, everybody. We're we're fading fast. We've it's, been up late. We've been doing a hitting. We've had a whole bottle of wood for reserve. We've got Captain James Webb slash Chuck. We've got Edwin. We've got our boy Ryan Bailey, golf guys. And I'm I got Wyatt. fitted for a driver. I'm Edwin. Let's get out of here, guys. I'm, I can't wait to see Edwin's tomorrow. See ya. Mm.